Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 497. Stay lean without tracking your calories or macros in four easy steps by Army Leg with neashanks.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hey, welcome back to Optimal Health Daily or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is the podcast where I act as your very own personal narrator and read to you from some of the most popular health and fitness blogs online, including Ben Greenfield Fitness, Nerd Fitness, and lots more. In fact, today's author is a guest writer on regular contributor Nia Shank's site. His name is Army Leg, and he's a nutrition consultant for multi-sport athletes. Now, I'm sure you're eager to hear today's post, but really quickly, don't forget, we give away a book to a random person on our mailing list every month. So, if you want to be in the drawing, make sure you're on our mailing list, which you can find at oldpodcast.com. I'll give you another quick reminder at the end of the show, but for now, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Stay lean without tracking your calories or macros in four easy steps by Army Leg with neashanks.com. You want to be lean. Maybe you're not obsessed with your appearance, but you want that athletic look that shows you care about your body. You start counting calories and you lose weight. You're thrilled, but at the same time, you don't enjoy it. After a few weeks or months, You get sick of logging your food into an app and weighing your plate before each meal. You get sick of reading food labels before you eat anything. You get sick of obsessively trying to find the lowest calorie version of every food. Whoa, can't have blueberries. They've got like 30 more calories than strawberries. I thought like that for a while and it drove me nuts. Chances are calorie counting is doing the same thing to you. Calories count and calorie counting works, but it's generally not a sustainable way to stay lean. A quick note from Nia, while some people may want to begin with counting calories, I prefer they progress to developing sustainable habits instead of following a diet or meal plan. End of note. Even for people who take care of themselves, like you, there are easier and more fun ways to get the body you want. So here's how to stop counting calories and macros while staying in shape. Step one, completely stop tracking your food intake. 
In general, you're better off making small changes to your behaviors instead of drastic ones. This is an exception. You're ready to smash your food scale with a hammer. You feel sick even thinking about food labels. You may have binged a few times after getting sick of calorie counting. You need a break from tracking your food intake, now. Stop counting calories or keeping a food journal. Completely stop tracking your diet in any way for two weeks. Keep eating sensibly. Choose minimally processed, satisfying, nutrient-dense foods that you enjoy. Eat until you're satisfied and then stop. If you stick to those simple guidelines, you probably won't gain any weight and you might even lose some. Enjoy your break because you'll need it for the next step to work. Step two, start tracking your food intake again for one week. While this might seem counterintuitive, you'll have a much easier time staying lean if you know roughly how many calories you need to maintain your weight. You're probably thinking, but I was already tracking my calorie intake. I know how much I need to maintain my weight. Chances are, your records weren't accurate. You know that when you eat less, you lose weight. When you count calories long enough, you can't help but want to see that number drop. You start underestimating your food intake, little by little, until eventually, you're eating 500 calories more than you think you do every day. It happens to everyone. In fact, people who consciously restrict their food intake are often the most likely to under-report how much they're eating. For this reason, you need to forget about your previous records. They probably weren't accurate. Keep eating until you're satisfied, but track everything. Don't pay attention to the calorie totals throughout the day. Don't even look at them. Just record the date and how much you ate at each meal. Step number three, create a meal plan that gets you close to your calorie and macronutrient goals. After tracking your food intake for a week, review your data and see how many calories and grams of protein, carbohydrate, and fat you ate per day on average. Take a look at your macros to see if you're behind anywhere. For instance, you might need closer to 120 grams of protein per day, but you are only eating 80. Create a tentative plan for when you're going to eat and how much you're going to have at each meal. For instance, you might plan on having three meals per day that are each about 700 calories plus a small snack. That would be about 2,200 to 2,300 calories per day. Estimate roughly how much of each macronutrient, carbs, protein, and fat, you're going to have at each meal. Think of three recipes that you can have at each of the meals on your list. These recipes should each have about the same macronutrient breakdown. If you're like most people, you probably rotate between several common meals anyway, so this shouldn't be a huge change. Now you've got a framework that you can use to hit your calorie and macronutrient targets without tracking. So now it's time to use it. Step four, start eyeballing portions instead of measuring them. Instead of weighing your food or using measuring cups and spoons, start using your eyes. At this point, you're still eating most of the same foods you were earlier. You should be able to make fairly accurate estimates. For instance, once you've weighed a three-ounce chicken breast 20 times, you know what it looks like. You don't need to measure it anymore. With practice, this will become second nature. Only be as strict and precise as you need to. When you start calorie counting, you feel like you have to be exact. You want to weigh every piece of food to the gram. That's great at first and it works well. However, it's not a smart long-term strategy because you get sick of weighing your food and looking at your diet like an unsolvable math equation. Your goal is not to track your calories or macros as accurately as possible. Your goal is to get the body you want and maintain it with as little time and effort as possible. If you find that you can reach your goals without a meal plan, go for it. Meal plans are just training wheels. You don't need to follow them forever. Note from Nia. Personally, I'm not a fan of meal plans, especially long-term. Habits and sustainable guidelines are, in my opinion, much better for long-term compliance. End note. 
If you start to gain weight, make a few small adjustments to your diet. Don't immediately run back to calorie counting. You can be fit, healthy, and lean without wasting hours every week counting calories. You just listened to the post titled Stay Lean Without Tracking Your Calories or Macros in Four Easy Steps by Army Leg with neashanks.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What I like about this approach is that first, it establishes what we call a baseline. You kind of have to know what you're doing now in order to understand where you need to go. So what I mean by that is, if you have a goal to have the body of an athlete, well, what are you doing now and what's the difference between what you're doing now and your ultimate target? And in fact, one of the best ways to kind of get that baseline is to start recording your behavior. Start recording what you eat and how much. Don't forget about including drinks and snacks. Just by the very act of having to write this stuff down forces you to slow down. It forces you to think about what you're putting in your body before you actually do it. So right there alone, keeping a food journal has the potential to change behavior. But as Army mentioned, you're gonna get sick of writing things down and that's okay. I agree, that's when you need to take a break, but maybe not forever. Take a break from keeping a food journal, but when you find that you get off track a little bit, go right back to it. One of the best ways, if you get off track, to get back on track, and we know this from research, this is not my opinion, is to start writing down your behaviors again. So whenever you slip up, go back to recording your behaviors or keeping a food journal. And it's true, if you do this consistently, you're gonna learn a lot about yourself, you're gonna learn a lot about portions along the way and creating balanced meals along the way, and then it's just gonna become habit. It's gonna become almost like an instinct for you. Now before I go, don't forget, we do book giveaways on the first of every month to random people on our mailing list. So if you want to be a part of that, plus get some free spreadsheet tools from us and lots more, come by oldpodcast.com and join the weekly newsletter. It's totally free and a great way to show your support. Again, you can join at oldpodcast.com. I hope you have a wonderful Tuesday. Thank you as always for listening. I'll be back here tomorrow as always. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, 
but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember your optimal life awaits.